Blog Talk Radio. Good evening and welcome. I am believing I am here talking to you now. We're going to see what happens. We're testing things out, checking it out to see what's going on and to see how we sound. We're going to work with the giving you the Aramaic Lord's Prayer and see what that does for us. Oh, 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 oh,
Blessings, family. I am King, giver and receiver of a deeper wisdom. I honor the divine in you and those who come before us. We are currently working on getting our program together. We've been our way for a while, trying to make sure things are in its proper space and uh, working things out in a new manner so that we can possibly get better clarity to you as well as better voice reception. I am working with a new microphone in hopes that the clarity of which we bring to you will be of excellence. Those who have been with us know that kingology is a new theory. It is the reawakening, if one may say, of awareness through alternate sight. The reason why we're bringing this to the table is because there are so many people who have no idea 
of what's really going on in our world today or how to put these pieces together to better understand what's going on. So, Kingology is what we're bringing. It is a new theory to bring a new awareness that no one has been talking about because they don't know how. We'll get into that a little deeper. So, with that being said, we wanted to share with you a book that we have called The Opening of the Way. And reading excerpts from it, our intention is to help bring your spiritual awareness, your soul evolution, to the next level of conscious awareness of what's real compared to that which is an illusion. So, on page 31, there is the origin of consciousness. The reason why I'm reading this particular aspect uh, is because you have been told that there is a subconscious so have I. But in my explore, exploration of better understanding this, I've come to the conclusion that the subconscious that they try to embed in our conscious awareness will allow our thinking to perceive that this thing they call subconscious is beneath us. And that is very far from the truth. You see, the subconscious is that which is deeper than what anybody wishes to accept and or deal with because the subconscious is that connection of your soul to your spirit, to the great spirit, which we'll get into that a little deeper. But let us just read what we have here of the opening of the way. And it goes as follows. Page 31, Soul and Consciousness. Just as a note, we was reading this particular chapter, chapter four, Soul and Consciousness. We read the first page and the second page. And now the third page is what we are going to embark upon from my recollection. And it goes as follows. The origin of consciousness. Granting that there is a first cause of the universe, this cause is of necessity single. But although reason compels us to accept this idea 
of an indivisible unity, devoid of quantity. The comprehension of this unity is beyond our creaturely powers. As parts of the universe and effects of the single cause. This unity, in fact, will only exist for us if we can compare it to something. And comparison implies consciousness and duality. Therefore, creation takes place between the numbers one and two. And duality must be the fundamental characteristic of the created universe. The dualism of nature implies comparison and the successiveness of phenomenon. Unity creates by observing itself. This unity, regarded as indivisible, may be called God or unpolarized energy and regarded as self-conscious unity. It may be called God or polarized energy. Hence, the universe consists of consciousness and is nothing but the evolution of consciousness from its beginning until it returns finally to its cause. In other words, it is evolution from an innate consciousness towards a psychological consciousness, which is the awareness of innate consciousness towards consciousness freed from physical contingencies, that is, the permanent and immortal consciousness. Let's stop there. The origin of consciousness. begins with the idea of first cause. Listen to the first sentence. Granting that there is a first cause of the universe, this first cause is of necessity single. Let's think about that. We know and we can clearly understand that every person on this planet is a creation of a biological process of a zygote, which is known as the one cell organism that is in the womb of the woman that expands to become who you are today. The process of mitosis begins. And the first cause within you, well, within the womb, 
creates the body. Just as an example. So the next sentence goes as follows. But although reason compels us to accept this idea of an indivisible unity devoid of quantity, the comparison of this unity is beyond our creaturely powers as part of the universe and effects of the single cause. In essence, that is what I just spoke. You see, divine operation is for what? Expansion and fuller expression. This means the production of something that has not gone before, something entirely new, not included in the past experience, but proceeding out of it by an orderly sequence of growth. This is a quote from Judge Thomas Troward, of which it is necessary for you to understand. Understanding that there is the sole source force. We understand that all things are held together by this force. And is held together and maintains its place in the universe as the whole. That's why the planets do not collide and there's not chaos that causes a disruption beyond compare. The next sentence goes as follows. This unity, in fact, will only exist for us if we can compare it to something. And comparison implies consciousness and duality. Unity is a necessary aspect of wholeness. If there is first cause, then there must be first things first. Real sidebar here, which I will get into later. Seek first the kingdom of love, and all else will. That is a phraseology that came to me from allowing the vibration of living thought transmute the words. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and its righteousness, and all else will be added unto you. Think about it. God is love. We hear it all the time. If God is love and we are here to understand unconditional love, and this is what the God force is, which is the source force of all there is as 
one unified field. Then God and love is one and the same. With this being the case, if we say seek first the kingdom of God and its righteousness, we can very easily say the same thing. Seek first the kingdom of love. For if we seek first the kingdom of love, then all else will. When we see this, we can come back to you and say this. Thirst needs to be quenched. For the purpose of thirst is to identify that there is a need, a desire, a reaching forth or desire capturing something that is necessary. So if thirst needs to be quenched, then wouldn't it be wise to identify that we should seek thirst first? If we seek thirst first and quench that, then the principles and virtues of ma'at will fall into place. Ma'at is truth, harmony, order, righteousness, reciprocity, balance, justice, compassion, propriety. And all of these are the composition of love, that which brings the universe into being. So, Let us go back to the reading here. Therefore, creation takes place between the numbers one and two. And duality must be the fundamental characteristic of the created universe. So, biologically speaking, when a man, the male, And the female, the woman, come together, the one and the two becomes one. Process that brings forth the seed through copulation that brings manifestation to that which becomes the body is the expansion of that expression which is the you and the me. Let's continue reading. The dualism of nature implies comparison and the successiveness of phenomena. 
Unity creates by observing itself. Think about that. Unity creates by observing itself. If you guys was with me when I read the script entitled The Self, you would clearly see that these things are interrelated and are extremely powerful. I'll get that section of material out when we do our next uh, reading song. Yeah, the next song. But let us continue with the reading so that we can get to a particular place of relaxation. The dualism of, of nature implies comparison and the successiveness of phenomena. Unity creates by observing itself. This unity, regarded as indivisible, may be called God or unpolarized energy, and regarded as self-conscious unity, it may be called God or polarized energy. So we're talking about two different things here. This unity, regarded as indivisible, may be called God or unpolarized energy, that which I consider neutral energy. For there is the polarized energy, which is that which is positive and that which is negative, and that which is neutral. So for me, there are three energies, positive, negative, and neutral. Neutral energy is always present and it is awaiting manifestation to be drawn to either the positive or the negative because all of creation already exists. It is only undifferentiated and unsubstantiated until it is brought into manifestation by that which is positive or that which is negative. Therefore, here it says, this unity regarded as indivisible may be called God or unpolarized energy and regarded as self-conscious unity, it may be called God or polarized energy. Hmm. So, I think... Right there, we're going to give you a song from Marvin Gaye. Let's see if I can get that for us. And if it works out for us, I'm going to give you a little bit of it. It says, it says this, once upon a time when you and me lived in infinity, there was two of us, a God of love and a God of evil. Something about polarity. You know, day and night, black and white, right and wrong, up and down, life and death, polarity. Without these opposites, without these opposites, we could never be. Now, 
this all-knowing unity, good and evil, decided that the place was awful lonely. So they decided to create a world of insects and flowers and animals and birds and love untold worlds within a world of good things for the good and evil things for the evil and there was jealousy
should have did right Just give them too much power I'll make them destroy all we created We've been foolish, baby And the good
and is the answer to who, how, where, what, and when. The self is the sustaining force behind and before all phenomena and all life. God, who goes by many names, is the self which assumes the forms and names which human beings call and see of the physical realm. God assumes the names of all life forms in existence. This divine consciousness is the self and is the being of all things, no matter how great or small. The concept by the human mind of a unique and separate existence from and outside of the divine consciousness is what constitutes egoism, ignorance, and division that is not becoming of the self. And in such thought, human existence cannot recognize the oneness of all and hence fails to recognize that the source of the all is the self and the self is one. Of such thought, it then bears to reason that human existence is one of many levels of conscious or unconscious awareness. It may even bear to reason that many exist unaware. As life proves itself to be a growth and development, then it is logically deducted that transcending or evolution, course of that which manifests evidence in the continuation of creation in itself, through itself, in the self, that is all. That which does not grow will prove itself not to be. For in the length of time granted, there will be no evidence of that which once was, which then became to be no more. That is what was relayed to me by living thought to transmute the words of Baba Curtis Bird when here in Baltimore with the the soul of our ancestor Baba Curtis Bird let us continue our reading. It goes as follows. Even though we've read this before, we are just breaking it down a little deeper, that's all. And it goes as follows. Hence the universe consists of consciousness and is nothing but 
the evolution of consciousness. From its beginning until it returns finally to its cause. Think about that. There is source force. And in my meditations and my libations, one of the things I constantly say is this. From energy we are, into energy we shall return when we depart from this which returns to dust. For all things are one. Let us continue with the reading. It says, in other words, it is evolution from an innate consciousness towards a psychological consciousness which is the awareness of innate consciousness. This is the first stage towards consciousness freed from physical contingencies, that is, the permanent and immortal consciousness. So, would it be wise to understand better the word innate? Let us discover what that word truly means because sometimes we'll look at innate and not understand it at all. Innate. Here it says existing in, belonging to, or determined by factors present in an individual from birth. Native. Inborn, innate behavior. Two, belonging to the essential nature of something. Inherent. Three, originating in or derived from the mind or the constitution of the intellect rather than from experience. Remember the poem, The Self? All things come from the self. And all is the self. Let's continue the reading. This portion we did not actually enter into. It goes as follows. Man is an individual manifestation of all the functions, powers, and affinities in the universe. And his consciousness is the measure of his individualization. His power to make actual that which is still only virtual in cosmic harmony. So remember when I was expressing to you that which was neutral energy? We have the power to manifest that which is to be and to become through the collective awareness of knowing our power. Let's continue with the reading. Individualization gives bodily form in the organism of man to the functions of genesis, separating the creative thought in time and space. 
the task of our consciousness is to reunite them. Let me read that again. Individualization gives bodily form in the organism of man to the functions of Genesis, separating the creative thought in time and space. The task of our consciousness is to reunite them. Consciousness develops with a knowledge of the various elements of Genesis and of the spiritual bond uniting them. In other words, there is knowledge of both good and evil and also knowledge of the one. Former comes from our mortal intelligence, which separates as a scythe, and the latter from our immortal intelligence, which unifies. So, scythe, what the heck is that? Let's find out. S C Y T H E A tool used for cutting crops such as grass or wheat with a long curved blade at the end of a long pole attached to which are one Two short handles. So remember the Grim Reaper? He comes to separate us from life. That's why he carries the sign. Scythe. Scythe. See? So, Tan comes to separate us from that which is the divine. You see, the story of Genesis is not the beginning. That is a beginning. And I've told you before, time and time again, that there was a war in heaven and that war in heaven reminds me of when they stormed the capital here in uh, January 2021. Yeah. And they wanted to take over. So if we look from that consciousness of thought and knowing that the influence that can be imposed upon certain energies can be emanated out there to influence, to do things that are not in alignment 
with divine thought and righteousness, well, then there's going to be trouble. And there was. And when such an experience happened in heaven, I can imagine what happened was this 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 angel known as Lucifer was given authority over a third of the heavenly hosts. And he told them that they had to be obedient to him because all things are obedient to the authority of which they are under. And they all stormed the heavens. And the chief archangel, Michael, won the battle, cast Lucifer and his followers to the earth. And then the earth was cast into darkness. That's why it says in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. And if you notice, it was plural. Then suddenly it says, and the earth was without form, and darkness covered the surface of the deep. Yet the Spirit of the Lord hovered over the waters. Wouldn't that appear to be something guarding something? Then God said, let there be light. Hmm. So, the next page here, well, it's not really the next page, but the next section. It says, Consciousness in the Universe. Let's read that. It goes like this. Yes, yes. This is a portion of this book, The Opening of the Way. It's actually referring to the book of John. First chapter, verse 1 through 5. You see, the Bible, no matter what anybody else has told you, listen to me. Told me to share this with you. The Bible is a living document. And you need the spirit of truth to better understand it so that it will be revealed to you so that your understanding can rise to the next level of evolution. It goes as follows. In the beginning was the Word and the Word was with God and the Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God all things that were made by him. And without him was not anything made that was made. In him was life. And the life was the light of men. And the light shineth in darkness.
the eternal word, the logos, is the potential of the absolute. As I continue the reading here of the opening of the way, page 32. By taking substance of the cosmic virgin, which is cosmic consciousness or wisdom, it became the creative word, the author of all things and incarnate in all. Thus, everything which enters into becoming is an incarnation of the creative word and every incarnation is a gestation which from the beginning is in darkness. We are told that in this darkness shines the light which lighteth every man that cometh into the world. From John 1, 9. This light is consciousness. And since everything in existence is a manifestation of the word, a rhythm of the word, and an utterance of the word, therefore, everything in existence is a specific consciousness. And this consciousness is the innate or essential consciousness of its kind, carried by its seed, and in a human being enriched by the permanent consciousness of his various experiences. Wow. So, your experiences, each and every one of them, brings to form who you are. The understanding that is required for your understanding are twofold. Number one, you must be under the subjection of that which brings you understanding, that which you stand under. And as you stand under the authority thereof and recognize that which is in you, and your relationship to that which is, then you rise in conscious awareness within to attain inner standing, and you rise to the occasion, and you evolve to be what you we're called to be. People, I love you. We're going to go back into the situation. Uh, the next page is going to be the consciousness in man. And Lord willing, 
we will definitely utilize this page to do so. But I tell you, I've been working on this this thing this past week, and it was called Seek First the Kingdom of Love, and all else will. Think about it. If that ain't magic, I don't know what is. I love you people, and I want you to understand that that which forms you informs you first. So, first things first.
and I love you very much. And I can't help myself. And I understand there's nothing you can do about that. Wow. So, let's love. Namaste.